Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Inspiring Leaders, a podcast brought to you by the Global School for Social Leaders. In this short format podcast, we aim to bring you inspiring speeches and stories from great leaders and change makers whose lives have inspired the world, well, then and now. I am your host, Alejandra Villasis. On today's episode, I'll be telling you the story of the Soldaderas, also known as Las Adelitas, which are the women who fought along men in the Mexican Revolution whose roles ranged from leadership roles as commanders and colonels to foot soldiers. If you don't know, the Mexican Revolution was an armed conflict that broke out in November of 1910, starting in northern Mexico, led by Madero, Pascual Oroso, and Pancho Villa. The exact date of when the Mexican Revolution ended, it's really hard to pin down, because fighting didn't just end. Rather, they sort of like slow down after the winning side in the revolution was crowned victorious and the constitution was signed and written or written and signed that makes more sense in 1917 and a new government was set up now that was just some context so you could imagine where we are in history as to the soldaderas the mexican revolution was their greatest time in history they came from very different socioeconomical backgrounds many of them just emerged from obscurity as middle-class citizens and played a prominent role in the movement that was the revolution. Most of them were likely lower class from rural backgrounds or mixed race, and also many native women from whom we know very little about. There are a lot of legends and songs and they are part of Mexican history, but they're not a prominent part of Mexican history as they should be. That said, a very important thing to point out is that many women did not join the revolution voluntarily, but were forced into it because some tasks needed to be filled. Many of them kept traditional female roles like cooking, cleaning, taking care of the injured, and preparing weapons for combat. Some of them served as spies and would infiltrate the enemy forces and pass messages back to revolutionaries to give them an advantage. But some of them were part of active combat. Have you seen the movie Mulan? Remember how Mulan pretended to be a boy instead of a girl in order to infiltrate the Chinese army? Well, these women were doing exactly that. They were real-life Mulans, but in the Mexican Revolution. Some women joined the army passing as male, speaking in deep voices, wearing men's clothing, and wrapping their breasts out very tightly to hide them. To give you some examples, Petra, or Pedro Herrera, who hid her identity until she became known for her fighting skills. Once everyone knew she was a formidable opponent, she said, hey dudes, I'm a girl, let her hair down, made braids, and continue fighting as female presenting. Not everyone was a fan of her, so she had to leave her original troop and create her own group of female combatants. Eventually, she joined forces with Carranza and his army and became a legend for all female fighters around the country. Another example is Maria Quinteras de Mera, who was rumored to have supernatural powers due to her amazing fighting skills. She went up the ranks all the way to colonel, outranking her own husband. That even Pancho Villa, who thought women did not belong in the fight, had to swallow his pride and said, yeah, she good. Another example is Angela Angel Jimenez, who was an explosives expert and known for her courage in battle and for saying to all her comrades that if anybody tried to seduce her, she would shoot them. 
So, yeah. And one last example is Amelio Robles Avila, who was actually born Amelia Robles Avila. Yes, we had some queer representation in the Mexican Revolution and very few people know about it. Amelio rose to the ranks of colonel. And after the revolution ended, he lived very happily as what he was, a man. So from the times that he was 24 in the revolution until his death at the age of 95, he could live happily as what he truly was, a man. So that's pretty awesome in my book. Now that you have listened to my little rant about the women who fought in the Mexican Revolution, I want to ask you this question. Have you heard about any of these women before? Probably not. I think it's really funny that when history is talked about, we use one woman as an example of all women. To stay in Mexico and give you an example, when we talk about Mexican art, we talk about it in general terms and about the many men in it. And then something is thrown on as, oh, th there is this one woman named Frida Kahlo. Not saying that Frida is not great. I personally love her. But history is very gendered. Granted, it's due to the fact that women and men don't have the same standing in many parts of the world. But maybe we could start making little changes today in how we talk about history. Little changes that individuals like you and me can do. I would suggest when you're talking about history, we shouldn't talk about men and a few women, but instead say people. How about we stop saying the men and women who fought in the Mexican Revolution and instead say the fighters of the Mexican Revolution? How powerful would that be? Not describing these brave individuals by their gender, but by their bravery, skill, and might, and make their gender just the cherry on top. How about that? Thank you, dear listener, for joining me today on this episode 16 of Inspiring Leaders, a podcast made by the Global School for Social Leaders. This was a short one, but I hope it was an inspiring one. This is your host, Alejandra Villasis, hoping you have a great week and to see you next time with another inspiring story. Our episodes come out every Monday, so yeah, get excited. <laughs> Take care and keep putting good things in the world. Goodbye.